I mean, no one comes into our house and pushes us around. You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You're listening to The Abolitionist's Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your all-American hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. And good morning. This is Phil Stargell, and this is The Abolitionist's Roundtable of Michigan. And on my right this morning... Off of assignment, Bruce Flurry. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, Phil. Uh, I'm preparing to go back on assignment next uh, next week, but uh, every other week, uh, every other weekend, I will still be joining you via Skype. I want to wish you, first of all, a happy birthday. Uh, well, thank you very much. Yeah, and uh, maybe Derek can cue the birthday music later on. <laughs> yeah, I, I. Uh... I would I would add to that, uh, you know, if you if you know a veteran of that of that that big war that happened over there 75 years ago today, uh, actually in my my birthday is uh, is um, the uh, in 45, but D Day happened in 44, 44, so I'm a year right. behind that. Yeah, uh, but. Uh, it was um, it, 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 it was a generation. They call it the generation, the greatest generation. I, I have to I have to second that because yeah. some of the greatest people I've ever met in my life were, you know, veterans of that. That's right. Generation. I mean, it was yeah. it was it it tried men's souls. Yeah. And, but you know, today we are coming up on uh, a situation that's that's much more entangled than uh, than that uh, that great war when the world was uh, at the the door of annihilation mm-hmm. for freedom for yeah. and liberty of the world yeah. over and today we see that people are are marching into that same type of of uh, totalitarianism mm-hmm. willingly, yeah, and we'll get a little, little bit into that a little bit more. But uh, did you uh, did do you have that uh, oath that uh, every serviceman takes? Do you have uh, that? Yeah, I yeah I I I don't believe I have the entire one, but when a service man or woman uh, takes that oath, they raise their right hand and they swear to uphold, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and will bear truth, faith, and allegiance to the same. Um, yeah, that's, uh, and that's what every, and I believe police officers take that oath too. Yeah. Everyone who's, everyone who serves in government, who's, who's uh, in, in, in a position where they are Supposed to preserve law and order and you know that that type of thing. They're probably and and they, and, they take and they take that oath. In a particular mention to 
enemies to protect and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and and domestic. Domestic. Yeah. And we see that there is a very, very strong influence of domestic enemies in this country, and people refuse to mm -hmm. allow themselves to look at what's going on and make a, a similarity between the two. Well, because we are in a crisis that we have never, ever mm -hmm. faced before. It's from within. Right. Well, you know, the uh, Constitution of the United States uh, states on two separate and, and two separate uh, portions of that document. Uh, in the preamble, the Constitution says that we, the people of the United States, and there are several uh, there are several aspects of why the components, rather, of why this government exists. And one is to ensure domestic tranquility. And yes. at the end of Article Four, Section Four. Uh, it again states that the government of the United States will provide protection for every state in the Union against invasion and domestic violence. So basically yeah. what you're talking about is the same principle put two different ways, but it is still the same. What we're seeing right now is uh, the, uh, the principle of free association, uh, freedom, of ex freedom of expression, all of this. Uh, the right of the people to petition the government for redress of grievances. Um, that is all being twisted around and thrown in the dumper by groups like Antifa, Black Lives Matter, the uh, Revolutionary Communist Party, Democrat Socialists of America. All these leftist organizations are crawling out of the woodwork to take advantage and all of, of these, this all of situation to, to spread mayhem, destruction uh, and death. It's like a plague of locusts, Phil, a modern-day plague of locusts. They swoop down seemingly from out of nowhere. They attack a, 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 a certain area. They destroy that area and they move on to another, you know, to another, uh, you know, to, to more fertile ground. And these people are threatened to come out and extend their violence out into the suburbs you know, where a lot of, uh, you know, people that are suburbanites who happen to be white are suddenly stricken with this, uh, you know, white privilege and forced, in a lot of cases, to, to prostrate themselves, Phil, down yeah. in front of these protesters and yeah. beg their forgiveness. Now, what, what could be crazier than that? What could be crazier than that? Well, let's uh, let's do, let's take a quick call from uh, Down River and uh, Jenny from Brownstown Township. Good morning, Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Morning, morning, Bruce, and hey, Phil. Morning. Good morning. And happy, happy birthday. Well, yeah. thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, my birthday is tomorrow. Well, happy birthday well, to you too. Yeah. Hey, happy we're having birthday. a party here. <laughs> yeah, happy early birthday. <laughs> yeah, thank you and. <clears throat> I'll, I'll make this real quick because I know the show is not long. So, um, first of all, I'm not kneeling down to anybody but the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. And also, they can't make me. They can kill me. But I win anyway because I'm going to heaven. Praise the Lord. Oh, and, yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> although I'm not worthy, I thank him. 
and I praise him so they can do what they want to me. But I have a question for them. If Black Lives Matter so much, how come they abort their baby so much? That's a great question. Good question. Good question. I've, yeah, and what, what, what's the what's the uh, percentage now, Phil, of uh, of abortions that are performed by black women of childbearing age? What's the percentage oh, now? Over forty, about uh, close to forty three percent, and that's that could be higher if they uh, took the statistics from all of the states and like California. In uh, New York City, uh, mm-hmm. they don't report theirs, and uh, there's a uh, I think uh, uh, less than forty states that do their complete uh, uh, yeah. numbers, give their complete numbers, and, and a lot of them don't give the numbers by race. So, you know, it is a very, very uh, 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 secretive. Mm-hmm. Uh, way of doing things and dishonest the way they're doing it. Yeah. So uh, and and because their um, their numbers that uh, that that are being used is actually a genocide in as we speak, and yet still it's 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 disguised as somebody's right. Yeah. And, uh, and and people actually believe that this is a benefit to our great nation to have um, about half of all of the, the the babies conceived be thrown away and just washed down and and discarded. Well, let's so, look. Let's look what our what our what our what our governor said. Not it's a life affirming. Uh, activity yeah. and it's a it's a necessary medical procedure. Well, C. Everett Coop said that with all the advances in medical technology today, there's there's you know there there's no reason, no medical reason for having an abortion period. It's not well, medically necessary. This is done out of convenience. Well, and the- that's what I've and that's what I have 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 stressed in the pages of my book, The Negro Project. Which you can, which you can order, and it's still available. Um, you know, you can order it online. You can order it from the from from the Dorrance Publishing Company. And, um, and by the and by the way, uh, when people donate to this show, um, we make a very concerted effort to get a copy of that that book out. So, if you decide uh, to uh, send a contribution to the Abolitionist Roundtable of Michigan, you will. Get a copy of Bruce's book, and thank and you. I will personally autograph it for you, Bruce. How's that, how's that sound, Jenny? That sound good? Yeah. Yeah, Jenny. Is she still with us? Um, yeah. Well, Jenny, so anyway, Jenny? um, I just got one more thing to say, and then I'm out of here. Sure. Um, I love the show, of course. I love you guys. Thank you. And thank as you. far as I'm concerned, all lives matter because yep. they all matter to God, and they all matter to us. Yeah. And well, if they, if they want to like, come down here, like, they're cowards, too. They pick on women. They're such cowards. Uh-huh. That's they, terrible. They it really on, is. They want to pick on me. Guess what? I'll hit them where it hurts. <laughs> well, there you go. One of the well, things that I say is that that uh, the, mat, the, the, the lives don't matter 
to the people that say that Black Lives Matter. They, it yeah. doesn't matter because uh, in the case of uh, Minnesota, they allowed this police department to do this procedure uh-huh. after most, uh, um, I think about all police departments ban that type of, uh, of, uh, of a physical hold over a person in custody. And they hadn't yeah. banned it. They just banned it this weekend. Yeah, well, they have Amy Klobuchar to thank for not taking this guy off the street originally. Now, think about that, folks. This woman was in the running for president of the United States on the Democrat side, the Democrat nomination. And she has run with her tail between her legs like a cowardly animal when she was questioned about it. And she was asked a legitimate question. Why didn't you take this guy off the streets back then when you were a prosecutor and you declined to prosecute this guy? Yeah. Is this the type of leadership we want to have coming out of the White House? I don't yeah. think so. I'd rather have somebody in there who oversees a massive increase in employment after this pandemic has uh, swept through this country. 2.1 million jobs added last month, Phil. Amazing, yeah. isn't it? Yes, it is. And yeah. uh, Jenny, I, thank you, Jenny, your, for your call. Your, and your, uh, I just want to say one thing to you, Jenny. Your call is just right on time because you know, if the lives only matter to the Democrats if it's a if if it is a opportunity for a political advantage, and that's the pro- problem with it. Everything they do is to acquire and maintain power over that's people. Right. So the the people don't matter. They use them like like tissue paper. And 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 throw them away, discard them, and that's what happened. And I'm gonna, I got some t- statistics that prove what I say, and I believe that the the uh, the power structure in Minneapolis allowed this kind of of uh, abuse to go on in their police department, in the hopes that uh, an incident like this would happen. And couldn't, yeah. uh, wouldn't it be? just fine if it would be a, a deciding factor on deciding the yeah. next presidential election to get this guy out of the office that's such a, a nemesis to the Democrat Party organization. And the, de- and the deep state in general, Phil. Yeah. yeah. And the deep state in oh, yeah. general. Hey, we, we got Milt on the line, right? Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, uh, Milt, are you there? Sir, I'm, yes, I'm here, ready to go. You said morning, Bruce. I'm glad to see you getting your book out there, man. Keep it going. It's needed. Uh, I'm going to try to be brief because I know you don't have a lot of time, but in honoring, uh, you know, Normandy, the Normandy invasion, I think it's imperative to put it out there so that the anti-male, heterosexual-hating women, females out there, know that those are all men in that invasion. wasn't no women in it. It was men. So when you denigrate men and call them all kind of negative names, remember, on that date, thousands of men from Britain, Canada, and the United States were in that uh, assault. No women. So not to denigrate women, but we got to tell the truth and we got to stop being hypocrites because too many men are being denigrated as if they had no contribution 
So I want to say that, that as we honor these people, let's remember that these were brave men, okay? Now I want to go on to the fact that uh, this month is National Heterosexual Recognition and Appreciation Month, and where we honor That's God's correct. blessing and acknowledge that there are only two genders, male and female, and that we mm-hmm. honor marriage and children, and we denounce abortions, and we value heterosexual families. And we say that, uh, you know what I mean, we like that. we're not going to transgender, trans, nothing. There's only two. God made two, male and female. And those are the only two that can procreate and, and, and help humanity to increase. Now I want to go to this coronavirus pandemic hoax. You remember I told you a couple of weeks ago that uh, uh, this is a hoax. The pandemic, I mean, the, the virus might be real, but the pandemic is a hoax. And these demonstrations, these anarchist demonstrations that have taken place prove my point. And as I said, mm-hmm. if in two weeks we don't see an increase, we know definitely that it was a hoax. And unless somebody has said it was done to stop Trump, to uh, kill the United States economy is a part of that same thing that they've been doing, like the impeachment, the Rome, I mean, the Russian nonsense. All this stuff is to get rid of Trump. And I'm saying this: they call him a divider, but I'm happy he's a divider. If you read Timothy, Timothy, I think it's Second Timothy, you're saying, mm-hmm. and and you read two fifteen. It says, study yeah. to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needed not be ashamed, rightly dividing the words of truth. I think President Trump is showing that he's dividing the word of truth. When he went before that church and put up a Bible and they denigrated him, this lets you know that yeah. these Satanists, you understand, know the evil that they have. You see what I'm saying? So I'm glad he's yeah. a divider because we need to divide and social distance from these evil people, you understand? Know who wants to kill this United States. And demonstrators, Code Pink, MoveOn.org, Black Lives Matter, the Communist Party, the, the homosexual fascists, all of them are Democrats. If Democrats mm-hmm. allies, if we, and we must focus on that, Bruce and, and Phil, we must yeah. let people know that the Democrat Party when you yes. talk about doing something about racism, how can you cure racism if the disease is the Democrat Party, which is the party of segregation, racism, slavery, Jim Crowism, lynching, and and we and must not separate these people. Go ahead. And white supremacy, yeah, well, yeah. Ben, yeah. Ben, well, uh, see, ben Tillman, right? Well, yes. see, Bruce, here's there's another thing about white supremacy. How can you have white supremacy if you say that white people don't exist? Come on. You understand? Know you want to marginalize white people and say people of color. Well, white people have mm-hmm. color. So when you say nonsense like that and you pretend that they don't exist, how can you have white privilege and you don't have black privilege and brown privilege and all other kind of privilege? And what I'm going to say this to Phil and you, uh, Bruce, we must stop being cowards and tell the truth. That's how we got Obama. Obama was a mulatto. He had a white mother, black father, which made him a mulatto. But people wanted to make him black, and then therefore they were afraid to criticize him. We have to stop doing that. We have to realize that if we don't fight this fight come June the 4th, I mean Ju- July 4th, and come out of our homes, our bunkers, whatever we want, wherever we are, and let people know that we're going to fly our flags, we're going to sing our national anthem, we're going to gather with our people. They can't arrest all of us. And when I look yeah. at people like this, this white lady who went down on her knees, I could almost puke when I watched that. It said, 
this is big brotherism. And then through Breeze, he went, he he gave up his dignity. I'm saying this is what's in store for us if we allow these people like Wretched Gretchen and all of these blue state fascist governors and administrators come to come to power. You're going to get yeah. more of this, not less, more. And all those people that's rioting. They want to say they protested. No, no, no. They're not protesting because the protest, you have a legitimate cause. This is anarchy. This is insurrection. And we have to start calling that. And I'm saying to everybody that's listening to me, July the 4th, come out and tell these people we are not going to back up. This is the second revolution. And when you read about our history, it's too glorious to allow these people to tell us about racism and all that kind of nonsense, but you don't condemn the Democrat Party who has never acknowledged, never confessed, never apologized for being a party of slavery, segregation, and racism. And I think I was talking to Phil, and he mentioned some guy, and I don't know what his name is, but you know Phil, and he, we have he, a history he, of this. What's he, his name? He was, his name was Hammond. Uh, yeah. Uh, and he was a senator and a governor of South Carolina, and uh, he was after, uh, around that same time as our guy Pitchfork Ben Tillman. Mm-hmm. This guy um, wrote the the Cotton is King speech, mm-hmm. where he told about how important con- uh, cotton was to the world, and then trade and commerce and and using tariffs. As uh, as a way to, uh, to 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 do things in this country, and and uh, and and get the the wealth of it by borrowing money from the uh, the mm-hmm. the uh, the banks in Europe, mm-hmm. and they got well, you the know, money. Well, you well, you know what, Phil, talking about George Floyd, this man had his knee on this man's neck. The Democrat Party has had their feet on black people's back as long as you can be remembered in this country. And they yeah. still have it there. So at whatever police, whatever tactic that police use, the Democrats have used it many, many more times, and they still use it. So I'm saying this day, the day while we're talking, you're saying let's get the courage to identify these Democrats as the anarchists who they are, these fascist governors, and we cannot continue to back up. They told us, go in the house from the coronavirus and and, and imprison yourself. And like obedient lambs, a lot of people did, put on their Chinese masks and all that nonsense, which I didn't, because I knew it was a hoax. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people went in there and closed down businesses. And then what does the liberals do when they get ready to come out into the streets? They come out into the streets in droves, no masks, hanging on to one another, you know what I'm saying? No distancing. And what does the governors and them say? Uh, it's more important to have social justice than social distancing. We need to stop letting them fool us, Bruce and, and Phil, and everybody that's listening. If you don't have the courage to stand up to these people, please get out of the way, because I don't want to live up under this kind of government that will be there if, 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 if the Democrat parties take over, because they are globalists. They don't care nothing about our God, our country, and I'm saying this. Donald Trump is not a messiah or a saint. But he's better than the devils that's on the other side. And that's my emotion today. And I'm going to keep calling and telling people, come out on the fourth fight. 
stand up. We got too many good people out there, like like Burgess Owens and Candace Owens and Diamond and Silk and, and Doc Carson, so many good black people that we shouldn't be ashamed, we shouldn't be afraid. And I say this to everybody else, if you don't like this country, find another one, because I am sick yeah. and tired <laughs> of dealing with you. So today, uh, fellas, I appreciate your right, time. Okay? Thanks so, thanks so much for your call, Milt. Okay. And, uh, Take care. Thank you, Milt. God bless America. Take All care. right. Take we'll care. be looking forward to the 4th of July. Yes, yes. Yeah. 4th of and, July. And Let's do it. Let's show break. them that we're not afraid. All right. All right. And real quick, real quick before we go to the break, thank you again, Bill. Is this uh, this church in uh, in BC, yeah. the, the Episcopal the Episcopal Bishop was more concerned with the president doing a photo op fact that her church, which stood there since 1816, was almost damn near burned to the ground. That should tell you something about not only her, but her religion. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Fleury. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And we are back. And uh, Bruce, you uh, wanted to do, elaborate a little bit more on the uh, that uh, that 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 part of your show uh, that you wanted to get to. What uh, right. what what was that uh, that you wanted to get to there? Well, watching these anarchists, and I, met, and I, I mentioned that they act like locusts. You know, they swoop down an area and destroy everything, and then move on without a second thought. Um, you know, there is no rhyme, uh, seemingly no rhyme or reason to what these people are doing. But it reminded me of a scene from The Dark Knight, the Batman movie featuring the Joker. And uh, there's a conversation between Bruce Wayne and Alfred trying to figure out and understand the Joker's motivation. And Alfred put it really well in this clip, uh, which Derek is about to play. And one thing we should keep in mind about this is that the contention that racism, systemic racism, is a virus, like some people are saying, well, look at the larger picture, and you'll see that the, 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 the really dangerous virus here, if you can call it that, refer to that, is the virus of leftism. Okay, so Derek, if you'd uh, be so kind as to, uh, and it's only a couple of minutes, so I hope this, uh, the audience listens and lets that sink in a little bit. Targeting me won't get their money back. I knew the mob wouldn't go down without a fight, but this is different. They've crossed the line. You crossed the line first, so you squeezed them, you hammered them to the point of desperation. And in their desperation, they turned to a man they didn't fully understand. Criminals aren't complicated, Alfred. We just need to figure out what he's after. With respect, Master Wayne, perhaps this is a man you don't fully understand either. A long time ago, I was in Burma. My friends and I were working for the local government. They were trying to buy the loyalty of tribal leaders by bribing them with precious stones. But their caravans were being raided in a forest north of Rangoon by a bandit. So we went looking for the stones. But in six months, we never met anyone who traded with him. One day, I saw a child playing with a ruby the size a tangerine. The bandit had been throwing them away. 
So why steal them? Well, because he thought it was good sport. Because some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money. They can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. Now, if that doesn't say it all, if that doesn't say it all, rather about, about these people's motivation, or as uh, you know, it, it, it nothing will, because you have a pursuit of power here, uh, influence, and uh, they will, like you were saying earlier, they will they will stop at nothing, even to the point of killing folks that get in their way, to uh, to achieve their ends, and this is. The essence of leftist thought, leftist motivation, the ultimate goal is to destroy individual freedom and to destroy the right to think for yourself, the right to express yourself. And granted, we we are a uh, we are a uh, society of laws, Phil. Okay, and we have to ab uh, abide by the law. We also are a society that is supposed to treat everyone equally as an individual, not yeah. as a member of a victim group, like yeah. uh, you know, like we've like we've seen uh, going on low these past what almost fifty years now. Yeah, um, I remember the stuff started rearing its ugly head back in the uh, late sixties, early seventies. We saw what happened in Chicago in nineteen sixty eight, the the days of rage, where these people came out from the woodwork, the the, the students for a democratic society. Um, the Weather Underground, violent groups that will stop at nothing until they attain their ultimate goal, which is power and control, totalitarian power and control, Phil. And they will attack you just as soon as uh, as look at you if you have uh, a, a differing, different view or, or opinion. Well, um, one of the things that uh, when, when, uh, Jenny was talking about when she was on was, you know, if Black Lives Matter, why do uh, their um, own people in this city not matter. Now, what I mean by that is this report is Minneapolis cops left 44 people unconscious with neck restraints since 2015. Now, 2015, that was, isn't that when Eric Garner yeah, uh, right around in that time. Right around that time. Most, yeah. Most uh, police departments ban neck restraints mm -hmm. in uh, takedowns. They, but they would allow the neck restraint in case of uh, you know the officer being in a position where he his life was in danger. That was that was the only time. Minneapolis was you know had uh, over. About 400 instances where they used this technique. It's uh -huh. just a, it was just a matter of time before something mm -hmm. like happened on Memorial Day would happen. And that yeah. is, uh, you know, this George Lloyd lost his life because a guy was doing a procedure that he felt he was doing. In, in my estimation, he he felt that he was doing a correct procedure because there was no prohibit you know no, no prohibitation yeah. for him to do that. So right. he's thinking I'm I'm within the law. 
because, and I believe to my heart that the Minneapolis uh, mayor's office and the, and the safe public safety division looked the other way while these cops did this and it just so happened that this happened and now they use it as a weapon, as a cudgel to 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 get to the president of the United States. And this is what is going on right now. These people are politically enemies of America disguising as disguising themselves as if public officials. Yeah. And, and, and let's and let's look, let's look at this too, Phil. Let's talk about defunding the the police, which, yeah. which would be the first which would be the first step in abolishing the police. We have Black Lives Matter, who's gone on record as saying that they support dismantling the police departments of the yep. of, of the of, of the country, which is like the Minneapolis City Council. They're considering dismantling the police department there. Yes. and what are they going to and, and, and who's going to take their place? Social yeah. workers, right? Social yeah. workers. Okay, yeah. you have these nitwit Hollywood celebrities like celebrities like John John Legend and Chrissy Teigen, and these people who live in their fancy gated communities. They have private security. Okay, and they are belly aching, whining, and and uh, beating their breasts. And forgive me for my white privilege. Well, they're doing this in the hope, in the hope that these people do not come after them after they've destroyed everything else. And how long do you think one of their fences is going to protect them against an angry mob? How long do you think it's before? It, how long do you think Phil is going to be before their private security runs out of ammunition? Okay. Well, just think about it. Here, here's the president of the United States. And they're cowards. Here's the president of the United States with that threat. And what do they do? They turn around and through their hip, the friends in the media. They turn it out to make it look like the president was uh, was putting the the mob into jeopardy by yeah. by saying that you know hey you know you guys need to get this thing under control here uh -huh. and 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 so it's this is all about one thing and that is to put President Trump out of office or to put him into a position where. He, you know, he, uh, the the people like Barbara Mikowski of Alaska and oh, yeah. some of these other yeah. so-called uh, Republicans Mitt will Romney. say things like the president is too divisive and we need a change. That's what the Democrats are hoping. And that's what they do when they get out there and have police out there kneeling down on one knee and 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 and. It, under the disguise of using it as a prayer thing, when the Democrat Party took prayer out of their platform they took on God national television. You remember that? Yeah, they took God out of the platform. Took These God people, out of the platform, took it out. They fold themselves, Phil. They think they can kill God. Yeah. <laughs> they can't kill God. Yeah. And, kill you, but, but, you can't kill but, but they can do what they've done. Yep. And that is make you uh, kill him. That's what they've done when they when they would stop uh, Christians from going to have church services. Yeah, but they can oh, get yeah. out in, in mobs and 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 do all kind of destruction and refuse to get off of the streets 
because they're what they're trying to do is is uh to make the president look bad by doing the things that that uh, that the news media is promoting. They're saying the president is actually talking about using force against American citizens, using the army against the American citizen. But the oath that I took said, defend the Constitution and the United States against all enemies, foreign, foreign and, and domestic. Domestic, yeah. And, and, and this idea, so and this idea also that he unleashed tear gas on these people before the uh, before he went across the street, that has turned out to be a big fat lie. Um, the media has not apologized for it, and don't expect them to apologize for it anytime soon. Because once, what's the old saying? Uh, a, a lie is halfway around the world before the before the the truth gets up in the morning. Yeah, okay, that's that's where that's what we're seeing right now. I see we got a, a few calls uh, uh, waiting on here, so. Can we try to get let's let's try to get them uh oh yeah uh, I, I got a little long winded again as you that's okay no problem so do <laughs> i <laughs> all right go go ahead i i don't see uh i don't i don't have my my screen on uh, uh who's who's up who's who we up? got derek we'll go ahead and take tim from westland good morning <clears throat> good morning thanks for taking the call happy oh, birthday phil yes sir Happy birthday to you, and I guess that gives new meaning new meaning to the phrase D-Day. Oh, well, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very uh, much. You guys, Easy to remember. You, guys are, you, know, yeah. you guys are talking about the old. took a knee, did uh, they? You they better believe it. They hail with bullets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Phil, have you had any luck getting into my book, The Electoral College for Patriots? Yeah. I, um, uh, as a you? matter of fact, I've... Uh, uh, I've been going through it, and uh, I, I did. Uh, did you get the return that I that I sent you? Uh, not yet. Uh, I haven't checked my PO box in a while, though. Uh, but anyway, yeah. I want to try to get a copy into Bruce's hands because this the Supreme Court's going to be coming out with some decisions yeah. uh, here yes. in July that's going to yes. affect our next election. And yeah, I want to make sure Bruce gets uh, a copy of this I'll, book if I can get that. I'll get it to him just as soon yeah. as I see. Maybe, have, maybe if you could give me a call after the show. <laughs> but anyway, it's, 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 the, the most important people in the Constitution are the electors, really. They elect the President of the United States, and nowhere are they forced to sign an oath to the Constitution, but the state of Michigan forces the electors to sign an oath both to the Constitution of the United States and the state of Michigan Constitution, which says all electors have the right to vote to cast a secret ballot. But then the state of Michigan has a law that says that they can look at the electors' ballots and replace them if they vote against the candidate from their party. So they make them sign an oath to a constitution, then they turn around and they violate the constitution. It's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, well, that's never really gotten. Uh, that's never really stopped the left from doing uh, from, from from doing precisely that, Tim. It's uh, you know, and, and this is we've become so unmoored from our underpinnings as a uh, free society uh, governed by a, a constitution, limit this limited re republic, and 
Thank God it's so constitutionally limited. Constitutionally I, I, limited I have one more, one more thing I'd like to talk about. You, were just, you just brought up the uh, cities wanting to get rid of the police. Yeah, I don't really see that as too big of a problem because those city councils, like in Minneapolis, if the county sheriff then instantly deputized those police officers that were dissolved, the, consti- the sheriffs are constitutional law enforcement, within the county. So it's not really Uh too big of a deal as long as the county sheriffs stand up and do the right thing because then these city councils would just be left without a police force for gender and they wouldn't be getting any revenue from speeding tickets and whatnot (laughs) because they (laughs) would all be going to the county. There's also one other thing too. (laughs) Think about that. The courts (laughs) would, uh, would have a say in that too also. You know, and I don't have much faith in the court system, but but at least, uh, you know, there is that check and balance. So is there is there any way I could get in touch with Bruce after the show or have him get in touch with me so I can get a copy of this book? Uh, yeah. I, d- now, I, okay. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, give, um, I'll give you my number. You throw me a text. Okay, great. It's uh, 734 728-7171. Right. Okay. I've got it here. I got it last week. I just, I've been having things flying in and out of my head. I got to send. No problem. I didn't save your number last time. But yeah, I do have that information. Uh, so I'll give you a call and I'll let you, cool. uh, like, I'll give you my contact information. That's or I'll awesome. send you a text. Okay, Tim. Well, thanks very much. We appreciate so that. Much, I look forward to reading the book. Yeah, I really do. I, I, I love the Constitution. I love everything about it. Um, you know, it's we're a nation of laws, and the laws are what keep us safe. Most laws, <laughs> not, not these executive orders like Whitmer keeps showering down on us. But but Thank you know, you, Tim. you know, you know, Bruce, what it what really keeps us safe is if we have honorable statesmen in in political office. This is one of the reasons why I'm so angry at the uh, at the the. Uh, the political establishment in 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 Minneapolis, because uh-huh. they have dropped the ball absolutely, and I believe, to my heart, that uh, they are they are much under the influence of these leftist element that we have so much in uh, in in America today, and these young kids. And that mayor there is a very young man. You know, they are influenced mighty heavily by these these people with this green movement. And 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 they have never even considered the fact that this green movement is is uh is 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 a hundred percent uh out of phase with with, with uh, our form of government. And uh-huh. so but they get under the cover by using these young people that people like Bernie Sanders and and uh and and and, and Elizabeth Warren have have uh have have gotten this young generation toward heading toward totalitarianism because they are openly advocating for socialism and communism. Right, and it's, and it's all been done through the education system here, which the left 
is is tearing it apart from one side, and China is is tearing our education system apart on the other side. And yeah. uh, and we uh, find ourselves at the beck and call of China because they have taken over so much of our manufacturing capabilities. And if we better get uh, wised up and figure out that people like Joe Biden have sold us down the drain because of personal uh, 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 advantage that they got by taking taking advantage of their political office. And that's what Joe Biden did with his son coming out of there with a billion and a half dollars. You know, and here he is. <laughs> he has no more uh, expertise in Chinese relations than than anybody walking around every day. The only thing that that he yeah. that that uh, that uh, makes him have any kind of expertise is his ability to discern the difference between the various drugs, because we know that he is uh, as a cocaine addict. And so China, with their fentanyl and everything, has invaded our country. And now they send over a, uh, a, a, a viral disease. And we got the left blaming President Trump for it. It is incredible what the, 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 that deadly, volatile combination of the media and the Democrat Party has done to this country. And boy, if we survive it, we are indeed the greatest country in the world because right. these people have uh, us close to the brink of destruction. So, okay, well, we got uh, we got Ron Edwards uh, ready to go with uh, his commentary. So uh, why don't we uh, you know, listen in? Okay. The Founding Fathers were true visionaries who understood the corrupt nature of government. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, the Founders understood that if Americans did not maintain good moral standards and high-quality education, the Republic would devolve into a mobocracy of self-centered elites seeking to rule over and dominate we the people, while at the same time utilizing barbaric mobs of misguided souls who contribute to the elite's goal of instability in order to tighten the grip of government power over we the people. The founders were wary of institutional threats to liberty and the citizen's sovereignty, which included centralized concentrations of power, monarchy, central banks, federal agencies, etc., and the tyranny of corruption unleashed by small-minded, self-interested, greedy grifters who saw all elected officers and positions of government influence as nothing more than means to increase their own private wealth. The greedy grifters of today are only in government to serve their own petty interests while not letting any crisis like Corona China virus or the death of George Floyd go to waste. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out theronedwards.com. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. And we oh. are back. And thanks again to oh, Ron Edwards for, for sending over another great commentary and a, just, a, just a great uh, way of putting things together. 
and we are so lucky to have his uh, his his uh, commentary on sure the broadcast. And uh, yeah, we're so lucky to have uh, great listeners like uh, Jenny and and, and Tim and uh, you know all the all the great uh, folks and supporters of the program, which. Uh, gives us uh, gives us hope on this D Day that uh, we will uh, we will eventually prevail, right, Phil? Well, yeah, and and the thing is that they're they're going to be marching <laughs> shoulder to shoulder with us in in a real uh, effort to uh, to bring awareness, and we'll get into that more as uh, the, the year goes on, and uh, we are marching toward. A, a, a lengthening of the show to back to the two-hour format. So that's what the ultimate goal is, and then on from there. So if you um, so be sure to send that uh, con- be sure to send that contribution into the Abolitionist Roundtable in Michigan, PO Box one three five, Garden City, Michigan four eight one three five. Until next week, folks. Thanks very much for tuning in, and calling, and lending your input. Take care. God bless. Have yourself a great weekend. Invites the Wham Talk sixteen hundred listeners to continue the roundtable discussions by mailing correspondence to Art of Michigan, Post Office Box one thirty five, Garden City, Michigan four eight one three five.